Today, for those of you who have kids thinking about college, should COVID-19 change the discussion? And if you've been directly impacted financially, what you should be doing about financial aid. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures Podcast, sponsored by Advantage Federal Credit Union. Put some money back in your pocket. Auto loan rates as low as 2.49% right now at Advantage. Have a loan elsewhere? Refinance it today with Advantage. Apply online at AdvantageFCU.org. Thank you for including us on your list of podcasts to listen to. I co-host a radio morning show as well. So the financial conversations that we have on Spazano and Sandy, I'm going to share them here with you. And usually every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we post a new episode. Sometimes we'll throw in an extra one here or there. So if you just click subscribe, you'll get the notification of when a new one goes up. But we're trying to help you out, help you navigate through all of this, find the best money strategy. On Wednesdays, we check in with CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger from her New York City apartment. And of course, she's fantastic with the advice. So here's our conversation from this morning. 989 to Buzz, you're on the line with Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst. Do you have to um have to like take a test to be an analyst or you can No, just, I made like, that up. Made uh, that title up a long time ago. Oh, I um, see. The woman who used to run CBS radio in the news division mm-hmm. was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's basically an old time journalist. She hates titles and stuff. Oh, and she yeah. said to me, uh, in her sort of raspy voice, What's your title? I said, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, she goes, how about I have a, I have an analyst for tech. I'm going to call you a business analyst. You know what? I'm going to call you a senior business analyst. And oh, that was yes. it. That's Ooh. how it worked. <laughs> I love we it. We don't throw in the senior in there. I got to throw, we got to throw that well, in next time, Scotty. I, I, I think that it was just basically in the computer, in the system as senior. So sometimes people call me senior. Some people don't. Or I called myself for a while, senora. <laughs> I like, ah, I I like that. Well, mm-hmm. um, you I know, like a senior that. makes you look like you've you have like a priority over all the other business analysts. Yeah, right. Of so which there are of which there are zero. <laughs> <laughs> put that in perspective. Oh God, Jill! A couple of questions to pound out this morning, if you could help us out. Yeah. Speaking of seniors, mm-hmm. um, we there was an article on RochesterBuzz.com that was talking about colleges and how some incoming college freshmen are opting to study closer to home in the fall, or others are putting off college altogether. And some people don't realize, and maybe you can clarify this: how students can appeal their financial aid packages if they've been hit directly by COVID-19? Yes, absolutely. Um, The appeals process is an interesting one because, you know, normally colleges sort of, um, I I think they they tend to take a bit of a, oh, why don't you prove it to me if your your circumstances have changed? Now, I don't think they're going to be quite um, as tough on that. So when you get accepted to a university or a college, you'll often get this mystifying detail of, grants, packages, loans, and some colleges present it in one way, others in another way. And there's no uniform way of comparing them, which is really hard for families. At the end of the day, you get this number and says, here's what we expect you to contribute. Now, some of that contribution is based on last year's tax returns. Well, obviously, if last year you earned $80,000 and this year you're going to earn $25,000, it's time to go back to the schools and say, my circumstances have changed. And I 
encourage people to do that. And I would also encourage people to be very clear that it's just not a hundred percent knowable whether or not your kid is going to be taking online classes or going to physically be at a college or university. Mm -hmm. There is an article this week by the president of Brown University in Rhode Island arguing that colleges and universities should be open. Two days later, Harvard said we might go all online for the first semester. Mm -hmm. Well, you want to pay $65,000 to be all online? I don't. Nope. Not unless I get a car with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple a nice cars. One too. We need a house. <laughs> exactly. Interesting. Um, yeah, because a lot of students are, are looking now to take that um, that one and done kind of attitude, like you're going to skip the, a year and then go to college. Is well, that advisable? that's the, the famous gap year, mm-hmm. you know, which is really for, used to be called like for your bust out kid who needs to shape up for a year yeah, right. and then became the gap year, which was, oh, I didn't get into the school I wanted to. Let me take a year off and see if I can do this all over again. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's a really interesting idea because if your child is maybe not quite ready to get into the online learning world or even may not be ready, maybe you learned something about your kid watching him or her over the last couple of months be at home. Mm. And you might say, let's take a year off. Maybe you should be going to AmeriCorps. Maybe it's time to go to the Peace Corps. Mm. But, you know, the problem is if you don't have a game plan as to what you will be doing during that that year off, that's a huge problem. I understand that there's a survey which says internships have basically been yanked out from underneath many kids. Mm. And so it means that, you know, you better have a plan B. If and, and plan B could be that, you know what? Kid takes a year off and works at the locally local um, grocery store, mm-hmm. volunteers at the local food bank, and then figures out at the at the other side of that what is uh, the smartest decision. But you know what? I, I really do believe, and we've talked about this before, that people pay so much for college, and I'm yep. just not sure if they're getting their money's worth. That's a really good point. Um, you down with GDP? <laughs> GDP is going to be down, that's for sure. And uh, it's coming out shortly. Very excited. Um, at 8.30 Eastern time, oh, wow. we're going to get the first estimate of first quarter growth. Now, isn't that weird? Because we're in the second quarter. You know how you remember that? You say, oh, quarter means three months at a time, January, February, March. Ah, that's what we're reporting on. So in the first three months of the year, here's what happened. Things were fine in January. Things were fine in February. And March, the blank hit the fan. Yes, it did. And um, and that's going to be really interesting to observe because – Now, what we know is, for example, Google released their earnings and they said January and February really strong, March down. Mm -hmm. When the government tries to assess everything that has happened, all the spending, all the economic activity, it's likely to show that we are going to have a down quarter in the first quarter of this year. And that is something that's somewhat, it's really breathtaking. I I can't point out to you enough to say that, you know, when you look at these quarters and you kind of want to take a, a, like a broad picture, we have had 11 years of growth Mm. in this country. Okay. And there were a couple of quarters in 2011 that were down a little bit, like a 10th of a percent or 1%. And then there was one quarter in 2014 when we were down 1%. But generally speaking, we've been growing, growing, growing. 
we're going to likely see maybe a three to 4% drop mm. in the total value of economic output in the first quarter. Three and a half percent or so, if you think about that, that's pretty bad. But it gets even worse in the second quarter. Yeah. We just got an estimate out from the Congressional Budget Office late Friday, and they think that the second quarter on an annualized basis will be down. You ready for this? 40%. Oh, my oh God. My. Now, what does that wow. mean for us? What does that mean well, for Well, what it means is what yeah. you know, which is the economy collapsed mm -hmm. starting in March, yeah, and man. it accelerated yeah. in April. And it's going to be worse. You know, it's, So it's going to be March, April, May, June is going to look very bad for the U.S. economy. Mm -hmm. The question is, what's it look like after that? So we we don't know. I mean, we just don't know. Look, some some states are opening up. Um, I like to ask the old field of dreams question. If you open, will they come? Just because ah. you open doesn't mean that people are going to come and right. shop. Right. It may be that most of us are kind of freaked out still, especially I think, look, New York State is um, a, a a different animal in New York City, different than upstate, right? Sure, but yeah. still, we have a governor who is essentially saying to us, stay home. And I think that message is pretty much sunk in. Yeah. And so even if you work at a place where they start to lift some of these restrictions, you know what? Doesn't mean you're going to go out and spend as you would. It doesn't mean you're going to, you know, it may not be that you guys say to each other like, hey, let's go grab lunch. Yeah, no, right. you might say, I'm going to work and I'm going home. So the, don't freak out when we see numbers, especially today and then in a month from wow. now right. or in, in a yeah, quarter from now. It's yeah, it's going to be rotten. Yeah. You know it's going to be rotten. You know, um, yeah. crappy numbers are expected. We'll also have the Federal Reserve is going to be meet, concluding a two-day meeting today. You know, mm -hmm. rates, interest rates are already at zero. But what's going to be interesting is to hear what does the Fed think about the economy? Because the Fed may, you know, say, uh, we don't think it's as bad as the CBO. Or they might say, well, we think it's way worse. We don't know. And I think this is going to be very interesting. I'm very intrigued by... For example, like Simon Malls said that they are starting to put into place measures to open up malls. Who the heck's going to a mall? Like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, great. Put me into a confined space with a bunch of people sneezing and coughing on each other. No, thank you. <laughs> Everything is so odd. Even the market is so odd. It's been, yeah. right? The market yeah. is Good. It's like, ah, yeah, like nothing's yeah, happened, right? It's, it's, it's like, yeah. bizarre. It's yeah. hard to it, explain. It is. Well, I mean, the, the explanation is this. When I talk to traders, they'll say, of course, things are terrible. Duh, Jill, right? And <laughs> and you know, say, you know, that's why. But, but that doesn't mean they're terrible forever because what is the stock market? It's forward looking. Mm -hmm. right. And so what, what investors are betting on is that we're going to come out of this and the companies will be able to make money. I think they might be a little bit ambitious. I interviewed a guy yesterday who described what he believed is the next um, part of this. And, you know, we've talked about the V-shaped recovery, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So we say down and then bounce back up. And then there's the fear of the W-shaped recovery. Mm -hmm. And you go down, you go up, but then you go down again. And that's not good. This guy, he described an an L-shaped recovery. Ooh. So you go down and you putter around at the bottom. And he goes, and then really my worst case scenario is what I call the chair. So Ooh. you go down. You putter around, you know, for a while at some level, and then you go way back down, and it oh. is hard to come back from that. Wow. And so he said he thinks that in certain sectors you have the chair. Like, what's the chair? Like retail, mm -hmm. you know? A big department store is going to have a hard time surviving, just mm -hmm. no doubt mm -hmm. going to be. And so what we're looking for is evidence that 
we see things start to pick up, but not just in one area or another. It's going to have to be a broad-based pickup. And despite what Mitch McConnell says, and you know, I got very New York all of a sudden when he started saying, like, I'm not giving money to states and stuff, you know that I got high in my haunches and said, I'm defending the state of New York, the Empire State. How dare you, Mitch McConnell, say Mm -hmm. anything about, because ladies and gentlemen, residents of New York State, you know that we are net payers to the government versus the amount of services we take. So money that we put in for taxes, we get basically nothing back overall. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some people, whereas Mitch McConnell's Kentucky is a state taker. Mm -hmm. So they contribute less than they take. So they, they, they contribute less than what they take from the federal government. So don't give me this nonsense that you're not going to give Okay, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> if I could, good. I'm hey, sorry. Like that. Made, no, I get you. That I get made you. Me insane. I know. And, and I, I, I saw a New when... Yorker. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Mm-hmm. You should be offended by that. Yeah. We pay high taxes. Yes. We know that. We live in New York State, and we do it not happily, but we do it. We pay more than our fair share to the federal government. And to have a senator from a state that is a net taker Mm -hmm. from the federal government start casting aspersions about what's going on in New York State, uh uh-uh, I'm sorry. That's not happening. If I could spell highfalutin, I would, but I can't. And that's what I love you. (laughs) Well, you break it down. You you show us the side of it that we don't realize because – so thank you for that. We're out of time. Jill, you're busy. Thank you so much for being on with us. Check her out, JillOnMoney.com, the podcast, her book on Amazon, and we'll check with you next week. How's that sound? Take care, guys. Thanks, Jill Schlesinger. Thanks, Jill. Senior business. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Our chats on Wednesday with Jill is brought to you by Advantage Federal Credit Union. Put some money back into your pocket. Auto loan rates as low as 2.49% right now at Advantage. Have a loan elsewhere? Refinance it today with Advantage. Apply online, advantagefcu.org.